0: This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today's Pet Sounds is part two on vaccines, and this one I entitle Which Vaccines Do You Give Your Pet? Last time I reviewed the types of vaccines used in vet medicine modified, live, killed, and subunit. But why are vaccines made at all? And which vaccine should I give my pet? There are some diseases in the world that are very harmful to our pets, even fatal, and preventing them from getting these diseases has enabled our pets to live longer, healthier lives. As I said last time, these diseases are still around. The vaccines against universally bad illnesses are called core vaccines, ones every dog and cat should have. Rabies is the number one core vaccine for obvious reasons. Distemper, parvovirus, and hepatitis are the other three core vaccines for dogs. For cats, it's rabies, as well as cat distemper, upper respiratory viruses, the Khaleesi and herpes virus. A unique description of these diseases are in my previous Pet Sounds or in my book, Why Does My Cat Look at Me Like That? Ponderings of a Small Town Veterinarian. The other set of vaccines are for diseases designated as non-core. These are very important to some pets but not all, depending on the lifestyle and the geographic location. Outdoor cats should get the feline leukemia virus shot because the virus is transmitted by direct contact from infected saliva. A totally indoor cat may never be in that situation, thus doesn't need that vaccine. Dogs that are in areas where ticks are plentiful should get the Lyme vaccine, even if they spend most of their time indoors. Dogs in big big cities may not need this vaccine. Kennel cloth should be given to any dog that is boarded, travels, goes to dog parks or dog shows, grooming as well, or even plays with the neighbor's dog. Canine influenza is a deadly virus, but only in certain parts of the country. I recommend this non-core vaccine if a pet was traveling out of state. Leptospirosis is found in fresh water and can be spread by rats. It's more common than you think. You need to have a serious conversation with your vet about this vaccine depending on where you live. My message to you is talk to your veterinarian about your pet's lifestyle. Include day-to-day activity, vacations, visiting pets, and grooming so you can decide which non-core vaccine is right for your pet. How are vaccines administered? Most are injected using a syringe with a small needle. Some are injected under the skin, some into the muscle, There are some vaccines given through the nose with drops, and at one time, one was sprayed in the mouth. All ways are effective. How do pets come in contact with these viruses? Wildlife is one. For instance, rabies transmitted from an infected wild animal like a raccoon is the number number one way of transmitting this virus. Rats can transmit leptospirosis. Ticks transmit Lyme. Raccoons can transmit dog and cat distemper. Other pets can transmit diseases. Your pet can unknowingly become exposed to a pet that has not been vaccinated and may be carrying upper respiratory virus or parvovirus. Dog parks, kennels, groomers, your kids visiting pet are common situations where you may get an unknown exposure. Newborns need the colostrum right after birth that contains antibodies from the mother to protect them during their first months on earth. That is assuming the mother has antibodies from vaccines or natural exposure. When the puppy or kitten gets old enough, their own immune system matures and will be ready to make their own antibodies from a vaccination. Unvaccinated mothers expose their young to potentially lethal viruses like the parvovirus. A vaccination schedule is the cornerstone of a pet wellness program. Your veterinarian veterinarian will be your guide. She will recommend the types of vaccines needed to fit the area you live in and lifestyle of your pet how many, and when they need boosters will be laid out, too. Vaccines have been proven to be very effective and safe, and you get your bang for your buck considering the consequences of your pet getting one of these diseases. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.